Hey, welcome to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. I am Javier. <laughs> and I'm um, Mr. Turkey. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Wow, you're super loud. Okay. I want so, to wish everybody happy Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, Thanksgiving is just in a couple days. So happy Thanksgiving. Feliz Dia de Gracias. Oh. Um, no. oh. De happy Thanksgiving. Um, so hopefully you have some amazing plans that you... Uh, are going to be with friends, with family. This is can be the most wonderful time of year, but also the most troublesome time of year for it's, a lot of guess people. Guess what? It's the most wonderful time of the year because our trailer is in full Christmas don't say, I don't mode. like trailer because it sounds like we live in a, a mobile. Like the Marriage Lab the marriage is in lab. full Christmas mode. Yeah. And Everywhere, and, every corner. And so... I'm going to post a, I'll, <laughs> I'll post a video of what the inside of the Marriage Lab looks like decked out. For the holidays. Yeah, so happy pre-Feliz Navidad. Um, but Thanksgiving, I, it's actually, what I, I love Christmas, but I love Thanksgiving as well. Okay. Because it I'm is a moment you, to, I'm speaking. I know, but I have no, a no, question. Makala. I'm oh, speaking. You're doing uh, uh, what Eugene Levy does in sim- Father of the Bride woman, 2. Woman, woman, submit Makala. right now. Okay. Just listen for a moment. Javier, <laughs> stop saying woman submit. People are going to think um, you really have some derogatory. Now I forgot what I was saying. Like, oh, I think Thanksgiving is one of those moments where, for me, I really enjoy just slowing down, reflecting. Javi, and can I ask you really a question? Sp- oh, my gosh. Do you have trouble can, slowing down? Can I? We talked about that in the last podcast. Yes, I, I do. So <laughs> it is a moment for me where I get, where not I get to, but I... I take a moment to slow down and put on my stretchy pants. Oh my gosh, Shannon! I'm sorry, I am in a weird mood today. I'm not putting on my natural Libra stretchy pants. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> there comes a time in a man's life. Honey, he needs to wear stretchy we pants. Wear stretchy pants. So, I, for me, it is like I take it seriously to have that moment of giving thanks, but. But it reminds me, too, that we should always be in a place of giving thanks. It shouldn't just be. No, it shouldn't just be Thanksgiving. It shouldn't be. And sometimes, like, those moments are good to remind and for us to slow down. But I think it's healthy to remain always in a place of being grateful. No, that shifts how you think about your marriage. It shifts how you view one another. It shifts, like, in the middle of a negative situation in your marriage when you're grateful for what you do have, when you're grateful for your spouse, when you're grateful for the gift they are to you, it changes then how can, you view them can, can and you how hit, you communicate. Can you hit pause on the gratefulness really quick? Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't want to be too thankful. Yeah. No. no. no that would be terrible. Yeah. Let's stop it's that. It's Thanksgiving, so we need to have a little fun. <laughs> um I'm here trying to add value Javi, to them, and you're, we know, you're like, we know. You're you know like, what? okay, let's you, move on. Let's how about not, you just have your own podcast? Let's not add value to people's so, lives so, on this podcast. So for 20 minutes, you can just rant on value, adding okay, Shan. tons of value <laughs> to everybody's life because... Yeah, Shan, what's your fun? What, 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 your, what are you saying? I need you to tell me your favorite Thanksgiving food and the food that you hate the most. Because we all have our favorite and then one that we can't stand around the dinner table. So I don't like pumpkin pie because it's squishy. Oh, it's like, I hate pumpkin pie. Do, it, I just don't. I mean, not to offend anybody because I know pumpkin pie is a major thing and people love pumpkin yeah. pie. I, it's not. It's, I just don't like the consistency of it. It's just 
weird. It's just too much in your mouth I at one like, time. That's I like, feel like they mm. always look wet. Like, yeah. it's like somebody just... Who wants a wet pie? Some... <laughs> like, n- nobody wants that. I feel like somebody that. just ran it underwater. I'm like, why is it dewy on top? <laughs> it's like moist. Excuse me, your pie is sweating. Um, yeah, not a okay. fan of pumpkin okay, pie. Okay, tell me your favorite food. You know, honestly, like, it sounds weird, but, like, I make really good mashed potatoes. Oh I gosh. make a garlic leek, uh, I think with some rosemary, right? Mashed potatoes. Who makes um, a killer gravy? Shannon makes a good gravy. Yes. Oh, just good. Okay, Shannon it's makes a killer. killer gravy. Thank you. Yes. But I actually like the mashed potatoes, and I love, like, I love at that time of year, like, biscuits with honey and oh, no like jelly. jelly on no, it. No, you have to have jelly. You can't have honey. Biscuits with butter and jelly? Yeah, it has to be jelly. There's something flying around the house. You just said honey. No, biscuits with jelly. Yeah. I do like a biscuit with honey. But in when it comes to Thanksgiving, it needs to be strawberry jelly. All right. So there. Yeah. That's... Okay. Are you going to ask me or do you want me to ask myself? Or oh, is that Shen, what are, is we, your favorite? are we done with the fun part of the podcast? <laughs> We're done Javier. with the fun part. Okay. Back to value. People are on here like, hey, listen, I got a short <laughs> amount of time. Like give right. me something of substance. Maybe they're not. Shen, maybe maybe what, they. What is your favorite Thanksgiving you. item? Maybe people listen because they're like, I love that Shannon just has a good time. And they're here <laughs> for the good time. Okay. And they're like, oh, Javier with his Sweet value. Moses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shannon. What? What's your favorite Thanksgiving The thing is, is that item. you're being fake right now because no, you No, no, would... I am. I want to know. What's your favorite Thanksgiving item? Why don't you try to guess? <laughs> My favorite I would probably have to say mashed potatoes and gravy, which okay, which was what I just said. I know, which I don't like. I wanted it to be different. No. Um, I always did like um, when I was little. I my mom always had put a can of olives in like a little glass dish, <laughs> and I would put ten olives on my fingers. Oh my and, gosh! And do a little finger dance with my olives, and then I'd eat them. And that was super fun. All right, so we'll but make sure my, we have some pitted black olives for you in a dish. For, in a glass for, dish. In a glass dish, yeah, yeah. for Thanksgiving. Okay, my okay. least favorite food is I can't stand pumpkin pie. And I can't stand – oh, I'm going to offend We're so waiting. many people. Okay. I only like stuffing if it's made in the oven. I don't want to eat your stuffing that came out of the center of the turkey. Because, <laughs> yeah, again, right. it's wet, it's moist, <laughs> it's dewy, and it's wrong. It's just wrong. Well, on top of that, Shannon, we're vegan, so we're not going to eat stuffing that's come from I inside know, of a turkey. I but I didn't eat it when I used to eat meat because no, I was like, no. oh, yes, let me have a pile of mush. I'm yeah. so excited. No, no. Yeah, I don't oh. I don't like that. I don't like that either. So. I don't like cranberry. Anyways, either. you guys may have different Thanksgiving traditions and all that, and, and like everybody has their own, and it's great, and you may love the things that we don't like, but that's the beauty of it, right? But we do and love apple pie. So I love a good apple pie. We like all those biscuits. things are great. So hopefully, like, just – Enjoy, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Be present, like we talked about in our last podcast, and um, and really soak in that moment. And yeah, Try to laugh more. Yeah, that's my encouragement for everybody. Yeah, laugh more. Yeah, and worry really... less. <laughs> yeah, that's look. That's, I added value, Javi. That's that super. Good? That's super important. So, yeah, um, there is something that I was thinking about that I thought we could talk about a little bit and this this idea and thought around and I think we've posted about it before um, but it's this idea that the view you have of your future is what's driving your present um, and 
like what's the view you have of your future like in your marriage um, maybe just things you're going through in in your life um, things you're navigating in your marriage what's the view you have of your future because that's actually driving your present right now and most people would say my view is oh, we're great it's gonna be great but actually what are the words coming out of their mouth okay we'll stop there for we'll stop there for a second you said like what? they may say like I think it's we're great. doing good. It's we're okay. great. Moving and ahead. so that's what they see as their future. We're doing great. We're doing good. And I see that we're going to continue to be yeah. that way. So kind of like holding yeah. consistent and, yeah. you know, not no necessarily like improving going up or going down, but just kind of holding the line and staying kind of like consistent. Um, and then, you know, what happens then in your present, you live that way. You live in a way just to maintain okay or just to maintain getting by or just to maintain yeah things are fine when in reality you recognize that there is more and they could grow stronger so that's one thing that if that's your thinking about where you're going then you will actually act think and communicate and connect and move towards each other in such a way to just maintain okay i think fine is a dangerous word to use yeah because you yeah. when you say fine Oh, there's so much there. No. How's your marriage? It's fine. It's fine. And it's usually that where you, fine. Where, you where fine goes fine, yeah. um, <laughs> which is saying, well, it's, we're not killing each other, but it's not great. Yeah. Yeah. And unless you're saying my marriage is so fine right now and nobody's well, saying yeah. that. But I don't know if any of you signed up for okay. Like you stood at the altar no. like, man. I just want a marriage that's kind of mediocre. Just that's just okay. okay. Like we get by. It's not like good. It's not we're bad. like just in that even place, and we'll see where it goes. Like no one ever says that. Your vows did not in any way say, "I vow and hope to just be okay, mediocre. to yeah. just be mediocre, and just yeah. get by in our marriage." But if that's what you are thinking right now, like we're doing okay, it's fine. Then oftentimes we just do enough. We're comfortable enough not to change. We're comfortable enough that we don't want to be uncomfortable and we don't really push to what's next. The other part, the other part of that, right, is like if you're thinking negative about your future, oh, we're not doing great. We're not going to be surviving. Like, I, I don't know how we're going to make it. I don't know what's next for us. Like, I get you I don't may. I know how we'll get out of this. Yeah, I get you may be thinking that, but that is also then framing your future because yep. you're you're actually in that moment speaking so negative about your marriage that that's the reality you might be living out so let me ask you a question because going back 23 years ago when you were in a really hard season 23 years ago yeah like 20 23 well okay going back further because the first five years were really rough in our marriage. So what How? What were you saying to yourself? Did you have negative things come out of your mouth? Like, I don't know if this is going to get better. I don't know if this is going to change. Like I've suppressed those memories. Okay, um, no, not that I've suppressed those memories. Honestly, like there's moments of that I don't remember, to be honest with you. I do remember that my – I don't know how, but at a young age and being newly married, my thought was I get to do this. But I also was speaking, I would say the words, and I don't want to be like churchy, but I would speak life over my marriage. In other words, I would speak the words of what I wanted to see my marriage become. Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't about this is bad, this is not good. Like, because what happens then is 
I almost give myself, I could give myself permission to feel bad and to not invest a lot because the other person's not and we're not getting anywhere anyways and it's not changing, it's not improving. So I can easily then have actions that would be indicative of someone who's giving up, who's pulling back, who's fought the fight and not winning, you know, the battle. So they give up on the entire war. Yeah. And so I think if that's your thinking, if you're saying it's not good, it's not great, like we don't love each other, I don't know how we're ever going to get out of this, then you're almost like speaking it to existence and you're self-sabotaging in a way. Well, can I ask you a question? What would you say to the wives and the husbands who say, you know, Javier, I I have been trying. We we've I've tried to do my best and um it's not really changing and I I'm not going to go anywhere, but you can tell that they're on autopilot. They definitely are on autopilot because um they tried to implement some change. They tried to step it up and and be there for their spouse, but their spouse maybe isn't showing up like they want them to. What would you say to them, those that are on autopilot? Well, I mean, at first I would say I, you have to step back. I think you've gone auto autopilot because you don't foresee that it can be different. Mm. You don't foresee that there is change and that your marriage can be healed, changed, transformed, or just this momentary season you're going through where you feel disconnected with your spouse maybe it's good in every other area but one area is not working and you may have given up on that area so i think you have to be able to reset and come back and say you know i'm making a decision to look at that differently that it can change that it will change and what do i need to do to help see that happen to make that happen what do i need to do to actually see my marriage transformed in that area and begin to do that and hear me this is then not about like you trying to get your spouse to do the same thing. You're responsible for you. Yeah. You do the right thing. And what we see typically is that your spouse will follow and recognize, oh, they're moving towards me in this area. They are shifting in this area. They're speaking differently about our marriage. They're, because what happens when you think about, oh, my marriage is not great. Like I'm giving up. Um, things are difficult in this area then you begin to also, you can build resentment towards your spouse also because you're like, I'm trying, but they're not. And so all of a sudden, like you actually begin to live and talk in such a way that, yeah. right, is yeah. actually creating that future. Yeah. So I think for somebody, they have to go back and they have to reset and they have to recognize that they have, they have a diminished view of their future and what God can do to heal and transform it. And because of that, it's caused them to doubt. It's caused them to have fear. It's caused them to Mm -hmm. not want to move forward and work on things because what's the point? What's the point? So if you're at the moment of what's the point, then you're at a very pivotal place where you need to stop and make a decision to move forward and to shift and to change how you view your marriage, mm-hmm. how you talk about your marriage, how you talk about your spouse, how you view them. And then now there's room for actual change and improvement. I like what you said earlier about speaking life over your marriage because that's so crucial. Sometimes we have to speak those things into existence that aren't really existing right now. It's like, yeah, my marriage is in a really bad spot, but I am believing that my husband and I are going to find joy again. We're going to yeah. laugh again. We're going to yeah. enjoy each other's company again. Yep. And 
and and see healing and it's so hard because i've we we both have coached so many people where it the moment they come to us it's it's bleak you know they're like yeah I would rather just file for divorce because this is too hard. This is too much work and I'm too hurt. Yeah. And there's too many wounds. Yeah. So this this is a simple thing about changing the view of your future. Like there is power in our words. So much power in your words. And so if you actually keep saying words where that you that you hear the most often like they're not changing they're not changing i don't see this and they're not willing to do this you there's power in those words so what you're actually doing is you're actually like we always said kind of creating that future but you believe what you hear most often so you really begin to believe that about that person and it may be they're just going through a difficult season a difficult moment and maybe it came because of a job loss and now they're struggling with depression i don't know what it may be but Change how you view one another and your future. Change how you're speaking about one another when talking about your actual situation, and then your situation can change. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying my marriage will never work, saying my marriage will work. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to put the time, the effort, and I'm going to do my part to make my marriage work. I think some people listening right now, if they would just stop and say to themselves, my marriage will work. Like just having that confession come out of your mouth would be a game changer for a lot of people. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, really it, it we, we live in a culture that's so easy just to cash it in to give up mm-hmm. because we're not getting our way or because it's a difficult season um, or, or our spouse is going through something that's hard. I, I get that. Or I we hear actually you. believe that it would be easier if I was married to somebody else. Oh, that's a whole different podcast. But I know, but there's people who are like, <laughs> if I just cash it in, I'm sure I could find somebody else and that this would be no, easier. Because the same view that you have right now of your future and the same discontentment that you feel You'll you're having, you're going to find it because you're looking for it. Um, and oftentimes, like, you also don't want to shift the change of your of the view of your future because it means you're going to have to change. So oftentimes, you mm. don't want to look at what's next or what the future may hold or that my marriage is changing and transforming because that means you actually have to change to get there. You have to actually make some shifts in your thinking and your actions and your words and behaviors to see that future happen, right? So there is your part and there's God's part. God will do his part, but you have to do your part. And I think that part starts with changing how you view your marriage right now and where you're going and how you speak about it. Right. Like a whole nother podcast would be like, you know, the words you speak about your spouse to other people, to those that are around you, to your children. Right. Um, All of that is framing your future. And not only that, but if it's to your kids that you're saying stuff, you are now framing their future of what they should expect and what they should see or what they expect and what they should basically deserve Mm, in marriage um and so like you're not only framing your future but of those around you especially Mm -hmm. if you have kids and so yeah this is like one of those where there's probably a lot more to unpack than the time that we have yeah but that's just a shot in the arm to recognize that your view of your future is shaping your present I love and it. so what needs to change in the present to make your future marriage and you as a couple thriving, successful, vibrant, and really 
a place where you are showing God's grace, love, and mercy to those that are around you. And we'll leave you with these two questions. What do I need to start saying, and what do I need to stop, stop saying? saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's really or good. Stop seeing and start seeing also. Yeah, saying, but also seeing, like what you see. Okay. So anyways, uh, you guys are amazing. Happy, Thank you for happy, being part of the podcast. Happy, happy um, Turkey Day. Have a great Thanksgiving. Yes. Enjoy. Disconnect from Get off all the media. stuff and really be present. Connect with the family. When you sit down and you're tired after eating the turkey and the tryptophan is kicking in, <laughs> don't pick up your phone. Watch a movie, hang play out, a play a game, connect with your Get family, do something different. Yes. Um, and listen, and if you want, pick up your phone for a moment and just rate and review this podcast because that's what we want you to do. So hopefully you're listening to this on the way to Thanksgiving. Rate and review the podcast yes. because we need to hear from you. It's important to us because it helps us go up in yes. the ratings. And go to also to our website. Yes. Or to, to get our um, new Instagram. free download. There's a new download. How to pray for your spouse. About how to pray, pray for your spouse. So yes. get that. Um, have an amazing week, an amazing Thanksgiving. And remember, in marriage, you don't have to. You get to. Thank you for listening to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Help us expand our reach by rating and leaving us a review on iTunes. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more information on the work we do and how to support 24-7 Marriage, head on over to 247marriage.org and click on Partner With Us. Until next week. Remember, in marriage you don't have to, you get to.